Prime time. Cut it. We go. You're on air. Prime time on Beats Extra. Introducing our host, Imaginate. What's up, guys? It's Imaginate here, and you're listening to Prime Time on Beats Extra. I just want to thank you guys for all the love and support that we've gotten. I mean, over the last two shows, it's been crazy. But uh, yeah, so show number three, we got an exclusive interview with the homie, the up-and-coming dude, Lay Youth. He just released a track called If You're Leaving featuring Sydney. It's actually... Uh, probably one of my favorites right now but he's also got records like Cool Feel Your Love and Real that have just been slamming recently so I'm very excited and uh, you guys should be too we also have an exclusive 7-Eleven mix from the man himself but before that our homie Leo is back I know you guys missed him and we're gonna head over to the new segment to find out what's been going on in the crazy world of electronic dance music primetime news hey guys you're listening to primetime on beats extra I'm here with my homie Leo he's here guys he's here and uh, he's going to catch us up with what's been going on in the Daily Beat Media Network. What's up, Leo? Hey, Josh. How's it going, man? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Thanks for having me back. I'm sorry about the last week. <laughs> it's all right, man. It's glad to have you back. We're very excited. <sighs> I got a very warm welcome in the office this morning, so it's fantastic. Thanks yeah. for the big hug. He did, guys. He, did. He, got a, he got a really big hug. So. All right, to start things off. The LA Underground is all about giving forward. We got Frankie Chan and the iHeart Commerce crew who catalyzed the idea of giving back to the community of LA. They collaborated with other underground organizations such as Ham on Everything, Brownies Lemonade, Space Yacht, Free Grilled Cheese. I mean, the list sounds amazing, but it- I mean, those names. <laughs> right? I mean, who would have thought? And they threw the party of a lifetime. They also had a few heavy hitters there, such as Diplo, OG Mako, and Marco DeSantis. I mean, this thing was ridiculous. Ridic- and not only that, it raised almost $50,000 for the homeless. Wow, that's insane. I mean, I, for like underground, that's amazing. Exactly, that's that's incredible. You got to consider who's doing this. That's tight. A bunch of shout out to the underground community of LA. Huge shout out, huge shout out. The next thing we have, the man, the myth, the legend is finally returned. Dead Mouth Five is coming back to us with not Cube <laughs> 3.0, but with Cube 2.1. Don't ask why he just didn't go to 3.0, but whatever. This thing is a beast. We got the vi- full video up on our front page, but the video goes over the creation behind the process, different masks he's going to have for the show. I mean, it, it it is an amazing video for those hardcore fans out there. I highly encourage <laughs> everyone to go see it. <laughs> yeah, such as a, yeah. <laughs> and to end things off, Josh, Daily Beat Media is having a giveaway. And I don't know if you heard about this, but Grizz and Grammatic are having their New Year's Eve show in the heart of New York City at Webster Hall. And this thing is going to be incredible. That's be and sick. I mean, it's. I think it's awesome that Daily Beat is is having a uh, a giveaway contest, but I I don't think I'm gonna win. <laughs> no, I'll be honest. I don't think. I don't think well, I'm gonna you win. Might. I don't know. I think they just have a bias for employees, but you know, it is what it, it is. It is what it is. We'll see. It is what it is. They might. I mean, hopefully. There. They might. I, I'm mentioning it right now, so I, I hope they hear this. <laughs> 
Let Leo go. Let Leo go. Let Leo go. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all I have for you, Josh. I, I, I thank you so much for having me back here. I really missed you last week. I really did. I saved the puppy, so that's what happened. Ah, so you know. See, guys, he's a good guy. I'm a good guy. I'm he's a good a guy. But thank you again, Josh, for having me. Thank you very much. And I will see you guys next week. All right, Leo. We'll see you next week with more news from the Daily Beat Media Network. Right now, let's get into Lay Youth's number three track, which is the Aston Shuffles Only One. Number three. Number three. Baby, I need you, 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 are you. Baby, I need you, 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 are you. Baby, I need you.
What's up, guys? It's Imaginate here, and you're listening to Primetime on Beats Extra. You just heard Lay Youth's number three track, which was the Aston Shuffle's only one. So, Lay Youth, why did you choose that one as your number three? Uh, honestly, I chose it. I, I play it all the time. Um, I haven't played a set in the last like, year where I haven't played that song. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it's just like... You know, the reality is I just love like singing along to it. It's like super simple and it's very effective in the club and it's one of my favorites. Right. It's just one of those that never gets old. You just got to right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Tight. All right. So for those who are uh, first time hearing of Lay Youth, could you tell us a little bit about your name and like how you got started in music? Yeah. Um, I've been making music my whole life. I was I think in fourth grade in, in elementary school and I started playing the drums and did that like all through high school and um, started like formed a band and I started singing and um, stopped playing the drums as much and oh, man like um, signed a record deal right out of high school and like wow. went on tour for six years of my life um, and that's how I landed in LA and then I kind of got bored of the whole band stuff <laughs> <Got you. laughs> and I, I just so I started making dance music but the funny thing I was like I, I literally make dance music the same way I had made music with the band I just uh. just stopped singing and uh, so and I've and I've been way more successful without singing so it just kind of sucks right. yeah. <laughs> but hey. it's like man that's not bad um, what was the but yeah so the you know it's it's just just the probably very common story you know like yeah. Kid grew up playing in a band and started making dance music, and um, been having way more fun making dance music. <laughs> Dope. That's yeah. that's been the story for a lot of people. That's cool, but it always amazes me because you do one thing for so long, and then dance music comes along, and it's like, okay, well, I guess I'll blow up now. Yeah, it's, it, it is weird. I remember at some point um, somebody asking me like, "Oh, do you think this is more successful than the band you were in?" And at the time, I was like. Uh, no, I don't think so. And then two weeks later, like my life was just completely different. And, and I was on the tour and wow. doing interviews and putting records out. And so, yeah, it happened very, very quickly. Right um, place at the right time. Huh? I guess so. <laughs> so how would you describe the lay youth sound? Um, honestly, I, I, I just it's just it's dance music. And I try to do like tasteful dance music, and I try to bring in samples that that of records that like I, I listened to when I was growing up, and it's just stuff that speaks to me. Um, so I've never I'm not interested in like following trends or doing stuff because I think it's going to be popular. Gotcha. I literally just follow my heart, and and that's it. You know, like if if at the end of this, like I. And making like some music that I'm not into, then what? What's the point of it? You know, it's like. Right. So it's it's always just been my sound. So so that's what I do. So I make house music with R&B samples and old '90s cuts, and um, that's just what I what I'm inspired by. Is there? Do you have any like influences? And in, it doesn't have to be uh, DJs necessarily, but just. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny. I listen to, um, hang on, let me check my audio real quick. It's just, yeah, good. I heard a little skip. Um, yeah, just like I listen to 
like non-dance music, you know, so when I'm listening on Spotify, yeah. when I'm driving in the car, sitting on the train or an airplane, like I'm not listening to dance music. <laughs> yeah. um, so I can't really say I'm influenced by, by that. I mean, I de I'm definitely influenced by dance music, but that's not how this all started. Right. Um, uh, I don't know. I just like, I'm into, into poppy records and, and since the, you know, since I started listening to music, I've always loved pop radio, and gotcha. um, so so yeah, that's my that's my influence. It's like I want to make music that satisfies me creatively, and mm -hmm. and also like people want to listen to it because it's just fucking cool. Dope. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So yeah. we're on the brink of 2017. 2016 has been amazing personally but i just want to ask Jeez, i thought is, 2016's been terrible <laughs> yeah well see let's let's let me ask what does 2017 look like for you right now oh man, uh, man i'm kind of scared to be honest the whole political thing oh. and these crazy wars and i i have this app on my phone called breaking news app and like when I, it like it doesn't notify you for stupid stuff but whenever something crazy is going on <laughs> like something that you need to know about it pops up so like uh -huh. if i ever like look my phone lights up and i look i'm working on music i look down it's like just some horrible news story um i think i'm gonna take that app off my phone actually <laughs> so anyway 2016 was kind of weird and oh. um you know like i don't think 2017 isn't going to be a departure from 2016 it's I, man like with the exception of like some famous people dying this year oh man i think we like some great people we did 2017 is gearing up to be quite a scary year yeah it's politically scary yeah politically it's going to be a couple of scary years <laughs> yeah god um but you know it's it's not over till it's over so we'll see what happens Sir. Yeah. All right, cool. So let's get into your number two track. Could you please tell us what it is and why? It is a song by me that was remixed by a friend of mine. Um, he goes by the name Bitfunk, B-I-T-F-U-N-K. Um, and it's it's special to me because it's my track. It's been remixed. And, you know, like, I, I love hearing remixes of my songs, but this one was particularly cool. Um, he didn't do what I thought he was going to do. He thought he was going to do some cool house mix that I could play in my sets. And he delivered this, like, 80s, like, synth record. And I, when I first heard it, I was like, shit, I don't know if I can't play this in my sets. And, <laughs> um, but it, like, within... By the end of the day, I was it was just rinsing it. Had it on repeat, 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 wow. and um, it's just really good. So yeah. All right, tight. Well, here it is. Bitfunk's remix to Lay Youth. If you're leaving. Number two. Thank you. 
What's up guys, it's Imaginate here, you're listening to Primetime on Beats Extra, you just heard Lay Youth's number two track, which was Bitfunk's remix to his track, If You're Leaving. So Lay Youth, how you doing man? I'm good, I'm good. Good, good. I just want to remind you guys to not go anywhere, we have an exclusive 7-Eleven mix coming up from Lay Youth, but right now we're going to get into a little bit of his production style and things that go on when he's making music. So I just want to ask... Again, you know, it's the end of 2016. Music has changed drastically. I mean, it, it always is. But where do you think house music is going nowadays? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I think it's like, I think 2017, we'll see like a resurgence of like the, like underground house music. Mm. I think that's going to like on its way up. Dance music has been so weird. Like. I didn't really get into it till like five or six years ago. So I didn't like grow up listening to dance music like some of these other people. Yeah. So, and, and I'm kind of envious of that. You know, I always feel like I'm like kind of behind. Yeah. And um, like, I'm always like getting the conversations and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I can't really like <laughs> hold my own in this conversation. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so so seeing it in the last five years has been pretty wild. Like all the, all the different genres and things changing so quickly um, and I've actually never seen like a genre of music sort of like take different styles as quickly as um, as dance music 
has. Yeah, but I think um, I think 2017. I'm just gonna make a guess that the underground house music will cease to be underground. I think it, I think that's what yeah, that's what people have been listening to, and like I'm hearing more and more clubs play it, and um, yeah, I don't know. So underground house music yeah. is where I think it'll go. That'd be tight, man. I was, I yeah. still am a big fan of house music. That's what I started out mm-hmm. listening to before yeah. I got into ridiculous dubstep trap. <laughs> nice, yeah, sure. Yeah. So about your uh, your production, do you have like a set sample pack aside of your own like pre-made drums or custom drums or do you go sample searching? Like how does that, how does that work? Um, I do both. So I have, um, I think like amongst like my peers, I, like other producers, I have a bigger sample collection than, than anyone actually. People are always telling me that. Um, I'm kind of this like collector of sample packs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know I don't know when that started, but I've just <laughs> had this crazy collection. Um, but yeah, so I, so I do that and, I, and um, you know, like I purchase sample packs all the time, mm-hmm. but I also have this folder called the favorites folder and it's full of just samples that like you know i want to bring back into a future song something that kind of like that defines what lay youth is defines the sound Mm -hmm. so things that like i'll always got you know i have great shakers always grab my shakers great snare drum and so that stays in that folder but then also i have some like some sort of sneaky little samples I've taken from other people's <laughs> records. And I'm like, gotcha. change file name, <laughs> like yeah. EQ it a bit. And um, and that's what's so cool about dance music. And that's what's cool about like a kid getting into a studio and like being able to do anything. And and you know, like yeah, you like you don't know how to mix a kick and a snare, then fucking steal it from someone's <laughs> record. You yeah, know what I mean? Like right, right, it's yeah. just like like no one's it's not like the person you stole it from sat in there with a kick drum and a snare drum and recorded it. Like right. we're all kind of like it's all it's all regurgitating. Really yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Um, so yeah, it's just about like having fun and, um, I probably have, some people would probably say I have too many samples and that it, it, you know, maybe I think about it every once in a while, maybe it's like getting, maybe it's holding me back because I'm like (laughs) having to go through so much shit to get to it. Gotcha. So do those, when you're going through samples, like how often is it that you'll come across a pack that just like instantly inspires you and you Uh, have something you're just like, okay, I got to make this right now. You know what? I, I I don't get inspired in that way by um, by packs. Mm-hmm. So w- the way I ha- handle packs is um, I have everything like divided up into genres. I'm actually looking at it right now. There's like cool. the French house genre, the classic house genre, future house. Like I have all these different genres, and then so when I when I buy a new pack, I'll throw it in that folder. Um, yeah, so I, I don't get like melodic inspiration from gotcha. from those packs, um, but if I'm like, I'll start playing around with the piano and get a kind of cool like thing going, mm-hmm. and then I'll say, oh, I need some drums, and then I, like I know the sample makers that make the dope drums, so I'll go straight to the single makers pack or the you know sample magic pack or something. Mm-hmm. So so I'm I, I do a pretty good job of like re- remembering who makes the great samples, <laughs> right. um, and you know and then and then from there it's just chopping up and sort of making it your own. Gotcha. Um, but you, but it's pa- sample packs go from everything from like super minimal drums, unmixed drums, mm-hmm. really bad sounding drums, all the way to like you just fucking drop it in yeah. and it's a perfectly really mixed little loop sounding stuff 
Yeah, exactly. So when you're when you're doing a record, how do you go about? Like you have a record, right? How do you go about uh, finding a singer, or like what's your process there when you want? Uh, it's yeah, it's it's always different. So um, I've had the most success, strangely enough, having just vocals sent to me. So. Mm. It could be some writer that I, that I know, and I'm saying, hey, do you have any do you have any records that you worked on that you don't think are going to come out? And they'll say, oh, actually, yeah, I did this record, you know, a couple weeks ago with this girl, and you know, I don't know what's, what we're going to do with it, but here's the acapella, and it's you know, it's at like 88 BPM. Gotcha. So I don't know if you can do anything with it, and I would just speed it up and pitch it and just chop it. Um, so so that's how I that's how I handle some of of the vocals. But mm-hmm. then you know, like Lay Youth started by I was taking like brandy samples and like right. ashanti samples and just like not knowing what was going to end up happening but just dropping those in, into my into my music and just kind of creating songs with that so gotcha it's like if anyone's struggling for like finding vocals i think they're just not being creative enough like there's just an endless amount of ways of getting great vocals and not to mention like all you got to do is plug a microphone in and do your own vocals you know what i mean there you go and that's the coolest way of doing it but it's funny like so i i I sang in a band for years and i hate my voice (laughs) even when i listen to old records i hated it and I, it's it's it, it would be tough for me to do that. So like you know I say that, but like I don't want to turn the <laughs> microphone on and record my voice either. Gotcha. But um, yeah, you know like but with common modern music like nothing. There's no limits. Right. So yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So what are your thoughts on like live electronic shows, like people using uh, live setups or you know instead of turntables? Yeah, yeah. So um, I have a lot of thoughts on that. So like I said, I played in a band and what I did was I had our drummer had a laptop and and on that laptop was playing the beats and he's playing along with the beats and we're kind of following the drummer. So like Mm -hmm. in that sense, like we were playing like a a live electronic set back then, which is kind of funny. And that was like seven or eight years ago. Wow. but uh, I think, you know, there's the comment, I, I can't really comment on that because there's so many different types of live sets. There's mm-hmm. people like, you know, RAC and Gold Room and they'll actually get a real drummer and a guitar player and right. a bass player. And then there's, you know, Autograph and who, you know, have still very much electronic and very and even DJ based in a lot of ways. Right. Um, and there's just like minimal sort of live instruments being brought in. Um, I like that's pro- probably how I would lean, you know, because it also depends on like what what kind of music you make, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like what translates well. I don't personally don't think like a bass player and a guitar player are going to translate well for a lay youth live set. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. some jazz drummer playing a lay youth. Set. Right. I mean <laughs> like, that's that's a completely different. Uh, feeling and environment mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah exactly so you know I, I i think it's cool i think when people do it to be you know trendy i don't to be like oh, oh everyone's yeah. doing the live thing gotcha. like you know that's the thing about dance music is everything it's always kind of just following something else and um that's cool because it, it makes people be um makes it creates it forces people to to innovate mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i don't know all right. So I could go on and on yeah. about that one. <laughs> cool, cool. So yeah. we're going to get into the the moment that everybody's been waiting for. This is That's what I call the 
the revealing of the number one track. So could you please tell us what that is and why? Uh, so the number one track is um, a track called Honey by a friend of mine. Um, he goes by No Way Back. Um, and I picked this one because just like the Aston Shuffle track, I play it in all my sets. Um, it's a Mariah Carey vocal. Everyone knows it. And, you know, it's just, just like the other ones I secretly love just singing along to it. So Cool. All right, well, let's yeah. get into it. This is Honey by No Way Back. guys what's going on it's imaginate here we just came back from lay youth's number one track which was honey by no way back lay youth how are you doing i'm good man the weather's nice 
sunny out so you know nice nice so guys again don't go anywhere we're about to have lay youth give us the exclusive 7-eleven mix but right now we're going to talk a little bit about a look into his life so you've played i'm sure plenty gigs plenty of gigs already could you take us through like like a typical day of the gig itself like do you have any pre-show rituals like how does it go yeah, usually like um, I usually prefer morning flights. <laughs> so I wake up. Cool. Um, yeah, like you know, like literally, this sounds crazy, but I like if you said describe it like the show, I would say oh, I woke up this morning, got into an Uber, took it to LAX, got off at Terminal Five, took my like went up into the into the lounge, got another mm-hmm. coffee. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> flew to the flew to the city, went to the hotel, you know, boom, boom, boom. Um, but you know, like as far as like pre-show rituals, um, I like to have a drink before I play. Um, I like to mm-hmm. be at the club early enough to know like what's going on, like what the people are feeling, what the DJs playing before. Gotcha. Um, and uh, what else? I liked. Oh, you know, what? like I, so at, at the hotels before my shows, I usually like we'll try to guess what the night is going to be like and I'll put some sort of set list together whether it's you know 10 songs or even 100 songs I'll just kind of like have some idea what I want to do and um, and sometimes that changes it, like right when you show up to the club you're like oh that's not going to work <laughs> and you got to figure something yeah. else out but uh, yeah I'll usually sort of make some put like you know 20 records together wow. line them all up in a playlist and then take a picture with my phone so then you know, because sometimes I'll get to the club and I won't remember, like, shit, what did I plan on doing for the first three songs? Oh, gotcha. And then I'll look at my phone, that picture, and be like, okay, perfect. Like, and, and really, all I need is that first one. Because after yeah. I know what the first record's going to be, I can figure out what the rest is going to be. Um, and, you know, because it's after the first record, it's just like you're telling the story. Yeah. So, you know. Cool. So is that what you... That's, that's interesting. Is that where you consider uh, your set to be? Just... Uh, you telling a story to the to the uh, yeah. crowd. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm, I, my sets are very vocal based. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, it's kind of messes with me sometimes. I'll see a, a DJ before me doing really good. Everyone's enjoying it. And there's just hardly any vocals. And I'm like, shit, like <laughs> I play all <laughs> vocals. And, um, but the, it's just me. It's like, I can sit there and freak out and be like, oh, this isn't gonna work. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, like, you know, I'm playing these shows because for some reason people like what I do. So yeah, man, you just That's gotta remember like, <laughs> you know, it's, it is, it's like, you know, like when you second guess yourself, which we all do, everyone's guilty of, um, mm-hmm. You know, like, I think you learn a lot, but um, can kind of like, it can kind of screw with you a lot. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. So are there any artists right now that are on your radar, like anybody you're looking out for or think are could be promising in the next couple of months or years? Yeah, I think, um, let me see, there's friends of mine called Love and Larone. So they also did a remix of If You're Leaving. This guy called Future Wife, who also did a remix of If You're Leaving. Um, yeah, like both those guys, I think they're like, they're doing really cool house music. And I, mm-hmm. it's underground house music. And like, you know, I think this will be their year. 
Dope. Unfortunately, it probably won't be my year, but <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, no, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So, how do you go about finding new music? Uh, you know, that's 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 an interesting one. I talked to some of my other like DJ friends, and I'm like, yo, how do you guys do it? And they're like, I was gonna ask you the same thing. How do you? <laughs> like, we're all sort of like scratching our heads. Yeah. Um, but you know, like. I have like some really good friends who make amazing music and mm-hmm. and it just pops up on your radar, you know? Um, right. You know, there's the whole like DJ promo thing, there's all those emails. Yeah. Every once in a while I'll look through there. Um, sometimes I do the Beatport thing, um, which I'm told is, is actually kind of rare. Not a lot of people are doing that. Um, no. Yeah, I, I haven't heard someone do that. Yeah, so, uh, and then, you know, like mixtapes. I'll put a yeah. mixtape on and see what's hot jump around find something that's hot um, and then you can trust labels too it's like you know if you like a label they're gonna put out that same kind of sound right and you know so it's it's all random I have a one friend who has some guy who once a month just gives him all the hot tracks uh, it's really weird and they're cool <laughs> like they're cool. like not in a weird way like like they're like they're synced up like they're like homies they know what each other like wow and he just sends him all the hot shit. Bestie so. goals. Right. <laughs> That's tight. Yeah. That should be a service, man. I'm, you know what, dude? We've talked about it. It really should. Yeah. I would pay that service. Yeah, for real. Too, because I am struggling. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, and then genres are changing. You know, like if you stick to one genre, you're going to have a tough time, like, yeah. you know, like I don't being know how innovative. Do it. Yeah. I can't do that. It's like right. one, day it's, one day it's this, one day it's that. You, you got it. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, cool. So how do you compare like the house music scene now to then it was four years ago? Um, so four years ago, it was just kind of getting popular in the US, I think. Um, and I was, you know, just kind of getting into it and was looking at the stuff that 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 moved me creatively. And that was like stuff that I was inspired by. And that was like the new disco type stuff and the French house. And um, I think we're seeing like less of that. In fact, like new disco has kind of changed. It's a bit harder hitting now than it was four years ago. Um, I don't know. I think, I think it's, I think everything got way harder. You know, all the breakdowns got crazier. The buildups got crazier. And I think, and then the opposite happened. Stuff got way softer. Things got way tropical. It's funny, like when I first made, made my first first successful like, youth record four or five years ago, and people were calling me like, "Oh, this is Tropical House. This is Tropical House." <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you talking about? It's not tropical." <laughs> I'm like, and, I, and and there's you can go back and there's interviews where I was like, "No, like I'm not I'm not cool with that. Like I just make music." And it's, I had no idea that four years later, like Justin Bieber would be putting records out and calling it Tropical Insane, House. Man. Insane. <laughs> um, that's a that's a crazy that's a crazy. Well, I find it as a crazy process. Like you hear this new, well, you think it's a new genre of music, but someone already has a name for it. <laughs> yeah, right. It's exactly. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> you know, like I have these writing sessions. Just had one last week, and this girl's like, "Oh yeah, this is cool. It's a bit it's a bit too tropical." And I'm just like, oh man, <laughs> she, what are you talking about? That's like, yeah. um, so I think when people try to like 
aim for a certain genre. Like, I want to make a tropical house record. Like, right. no, I'm not really into that. I'm just into like, let's just make dope records and yeah. leave it at that. You know, like I love so trap. I love, you know, tons of different styles of, of electronic music. And, um, you know, I just, I feel like people think they need to like cling to one, one genre. Maybe that's a human thing. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it might know? be, hey. I mean, if they find success in that area too, you know, why yeah, would they ever? Exactly, exactly. Go. But then, you know, then why are we why are we making music? Is it for success or is it because we're inspired to do it? You go. know, golden question. <laughs> right. Yep. All right. Cool. So, Lay Youth, it's been awesome talking to you, man. Likewise. I just want to give you a moment to give any last shout outs and like where we can find you on social media. Uh, yeah, you can just do the old. Type in Lay Youth, L E Y L E Y O U T H, and uh, shout out to my mom and my dad, and uh, yeah, you know, um, and and everyone that's helped me along the way. It's been it's been a wild ride, and yeah, you know, every oh, once in a while they 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 deserve a little shout out. So <laughs> definitely, yeah. All right, cool, guys. You've been listening to Primetime on Beats Extra. Don't go anywhere. We have an exclusive 7-Eleven mix by Lay Youth himself. All right, see you guys in a bit. Exclusive. Exclusive 7-Eleven I don't care how far you go from me. I know you're still my baby. We got something I can't explain. Still it kills to watch you walk away and take the heart you gave me. But deep down I know we'll never change. So if you believe in
episode of Primetime on Beats Extra. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Lay Youth and his 7-Eleven mix. A lot of substance from that dude. Really good talking to him. Can't wait to go out to LA and just kick it with that dude. But yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please check out the write-up on the website, BeatsExtra.com and please subscribe to the podcast in the iTunes store. I've been your host, Imaginate and I'll see you guys next week for another episode of Primetime on Beats Extra. Thank you.